Hey, it's Bill. You're tuned in to episode number 11 of Three Questions in a Song. With me tonight is Micah Martin from the band The Crowning. What's up, Micah? What's up, Bill? Great to be with you once again. So, uh, as I was telling you off the air, this one is like rapid fire questions. Let's um, do it. So we're gonna we're gonna get right into it. Yeah, um, we're we're known to talk for hours, so so we just, <laughs> we just gotta blitz through it. So the crowning is based in Stroudsburg, Pennsylvania, which is on the eastern side of the state, and you'll be making your debut in Pittsburgh soon. Uh, what can you tell us about that upcoming show? Yeah, we've been super uh, excited about finally getting an opportunity to come out to Pittsburgh. We've been wanting to get out there since really kind of since we we got together. Um, we have quite a few friends and fans out that way. And, uh, um, so we've, uh, gotten to know some other bands out there. So, so we're working with, uh, Twist of Fate Productions, uh, Jerry Mulligan and Julie Mulligan, who, uh, put, who put together a lot of fantastic shows out there. So, uh, we're going to be coming that way in the, in October, um, we'll be playing at, uh, Mr. Small's Theater, which I hear is a fantastic venue. I have not been yet, but, uh, looking forward to getting out there and rocking for, pittsburgh now uh, are you gonna be in the theater or in the fun house uh i think theater? i think what? most i think most of the shows are in the fun house okay i didn't um, know i thought it was the same thing there's no there's there's two venues in the same building the the theater is actually like in the church like where the masses took place oh and, right on and then i believe the fun house all I know is we're coming out. Actually, there I think a- there's three. I think there's an acoustic venue in the basement. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, yeah. The, All the I fun. know is we are coming out to have a blast. Um, so, uh, whether it's the the fun house, the theater, the basement, uh, <laughs> outside, the backyard, the dungeon. Uh, all of those are acceptable uh, acceptable venues uh, for us to to entertain. So I, I was really hoping that you were going to say the deck, so that I could use that as my segue that I said we wouldn't have, <laughs> <laughs> or the deck. We we're happy to we play go. the deck. So, so you recently put on your annual five acre fest, which I noticed was on a deck. There's the segue. <laughs> yes, and uh, Winter's Descent, which is Jerry Mulligan's band. Um, from this end of the state participated. How do you decide on what bands to book for your festivals? You know, it's it's really tough. Um, anybody who's put on any kind of thing like this, and this is obviously small scale compared to uh, some of these other, uh, you know, bigger uh, regional festivals that people put on, but um, it's very tough. There's a, a, a lot of um, a lot of interest. A lot of people want to play. Uh, so as you know, we, we started out just, it was just a couple of friends and our, your friends bands that we did it and, and had a good time. And so as the years have gone on, uh, we've gotten a lot more interest from, from bands that want to play. Uh, and it's a, it is a tough process to whittle down. We try to keep it, um, as you know, we have a, it's a, it's a family friendly event with a very diverse diverse audience um so i try not to book too much of the same you know genre Uh, so i I try to have you know a good mix of stuff um i reached out to jerry uh i've been you know we've been friends on facebook and and had some a bunch of mutual uh uh, connections on um in in the music scene and uh you know i really like the stuff that they have been doing out there and so i reached out to him um as an opportunity to, you know, to come out this way and, and they had a blast and they rocked it and everybody loved them. Um, and, uh, you know, it's a, it is a, it is a tough process. Um, sometimes, and then you, know, you have, when you, a lot of times you pick bands and then, um, halfway through the, 
the you know as you get closer bands have to fall off and then you've got to you're scrambling to get other people so it it is a tough process i just try to keep as much um diversity and uh you know things that i think are going to be entertaining to the crowd so i don't pick too much from one genre especially like uh either really heavy bands or um really jam bands who will play one song for like 30 minutes so i I try to i try to mix it up as much as possible to keep it interesting so it's similar to what we do out here with rock for life and start out with the, the genres spread out throughout the day <laughs> yeah we even had a comedian this year uh oh, cool. at our event which was really awesome um and uh it worked out really well we had this one drunk guy who was heckling the bands at the end of the day and the comedian just tore him apart and it really it really made everyone's night which was which was fantastic <laughs> um tell me about the song that we're going to listen to tonight i believe we are playing our newest single called will i make it home Will I make it home? Uh, I wrote. Uh, it started. It started out just. I, I was doing a lot of traveling. Um, was away from home a lot, and you know, being on the road and started thinking about my family, my kids, and you know, kind of viewing th- life from their perspective and missing their dad and wondering if he's going to come home. And then, you know, uh, me wondering, you know, gosh, when am I ever going to get home? And uh, as 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 the story kind of kind of came about and evolved. Um, it uh, very quickly kind of turned into this story about uh, a, a soldier who goes off to war um, and uh, leaves his family behind, and he's he's out fighting a battle, wondering if if you know if he's ever going to get back to them, and they're always on edge, wondering if if the next phone call is going to be the one saying that he's not going to make it. And I, had a, I I I served for a short time, but I had a lot of friends. Um, people close to me who who actually did serve and uh, you know did the hard kind of serving um, in various you know battles over the years and and uh, so it just kind of became a tribute to them and and it tells a story from the the human perspective uh, you know that you know it's not it's not about glorifying war or anything like that but really the just the the heartache and 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 things that. Um, families who sacrifice uh their lives um you know really go through uh you know we know the the politicians are always home and safe and never have to worry um but you know it's the the, the people who who really stand up and and give of themselves are the ones who uh you know experience the worst of it and so it just kind of became a, a tribute to what they do we're going to take a moment and listen to will i make it home and after that, we're going to come back, and uh, Jimmy Fudel from the band Dragline has a question to ask Micah, and then Micah will have a question for Derek Davis, which is uh, the July 1st um, guest, and uh, then we'll close things up, this quick and short and to the point. Began to wonder 
Okay, we're back. You just heard Why I Make It Home from The Crowning. You can find that on their website, thecrowningmusic.com. Micah, Jimmy has a question for you, and I'm going to let him go ahead and ask that. Micah, do you think cover bands and or tribute bands are a positive or negative influence on a town or city's music scene? I think they're a positive impact. I think all forms of, of music... Uh, original cover whatever is it has a positive impact on the music scene it gets it gets people out it gets people active it gives people something to do it builds a community around the music um you know music is about uh in you know people enjoying and enjoying themselves and so i i think it's uh it's definitely a positive thing the more the more music that's in a town and the more things happening the more opportunities it gives to original bands to to connect with other musicians um, and and other and and, and new fans and uh, yeah, so I, I think it really you know it it takes all of those things to make a vibrant music community. Cool. I, I told Jimmy that he had to make sure that he listened to your answer to see <laughs> see if if the sides of the state actually agree or not. <laughs> yeah. So what what do they think on that side of the state? Uh, well, Jimmy's all about. Uh, all, all about original music, so he's going to probably disagree with you. <laughs> yeah, I'm all about. Listen, I'm all about original music as far as what I do. I, I, you know, occasionally we'll play a cover or two, you know, but it's a rare. It's you know, it's really rare um, for me because I'm I completely just focus on uh, you know the stuff that we're doing. But we, you know, we might throw out a 
a cover tune um, at a show. But it's like I said, it's not something we do very often. But just because that's what we do, I don't I don't ever look at what someone else is doing from you know playing covers. It's not my thing, but I'm totally happy that they do it and people. Uh, people go to, sh- you know, we'll go out and see them. Um, you know, it, it doesn't affect what I do, in my opinion. I think it, it benefits all of us. Okay. So what what is your question for Derek? All right, Derek, tell me how your writing process has evolved over the years from your early days with Babylon AD to now with your solo project. Nice. I like that question. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> Hey, this has been episode number 11 of Three Questions and a Song. You can check us out at podcasterscene.com and make sure you check out our other podcasts that are listed there, including my other one, the Pennsylvania Rock Show. Um, Thanks for coming on, Micah. Thanks for having me, Bill. Always great chatting with you.